Hey guys, Jeremy here. I just wanted to give a heads up that these first few podcasts were not intended to be released, and as such, the production quality is not very great. We recorded this in Joey's living room on our phones, so there's a lot of background noise from a dog, to my phone vibrating, to me clicking a pin, to Joey tapping on the table, all sorts of great stuff. So please bear with us. We're learning and improving our recording conditions every week, I promise. Uh, in addition to this, at the time of this recording, we hadn't decided on a name, so we used Charismatic Tunes as a stand-in. Uh, we did end up landing on Feedback Loop, so you can get in touch with us at twitter.com slash fblpodcast, facebook.com slash fblpodcast, instagram.com slash feedbackloopodcast. Uh, our episodes will also be airing on YouTube, and you'll have to search for Feedback Loop Podcast because we don't have a unique URL yet and also on soundcloud.com slash feedbackloopodcast. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this uh, first episode of Feedback Loop. Welcome to... Charismatic, Charismatic tunes. tunes. I'm Jeremy. I'm Joey. We're talking about music. It's happening. We we decided to listen to an album a week, an artist a week. Just kind of experience more music, discover it. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, in a future podcast, maybe we'll we'll kind of explain why we're doing it. Um, but we're testing the waters. If you if you're hearing this, I can't, I'm, that's an issue, yeah. right? Me just talking. And not letting you talk. No, it's, it's, I'm not, yeah. I have no. an agenda in my mind. You do. And I want to get through these items in my mind. No, it's fine. Um, if you're hearing this, then presumably we've had a few other podcasts released before this, and it's just kind of like lost footage. Or you're in our house. Or you're in our house, <laughs> like Roxy is. Uh, or you're that yeah. has woken up and come downstairs. Uh, but that's okay. She needs probably to shouldn't say people's names. That's true. Other people's names. Yeah. Our um, names are fine. Our names are fine. Last names, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely First names, not. probably not. <laughs> right. But and Alyssa, Alyssa does. And Alyssa might slip out once in a while. But. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyways, uh, so we decided to listen to an album a week just to discover new music or share music with each other mm-hmm. that we wanted to discuss. Uh, this past week, we've been listening to uh, Dan Deacon's Gliss Riffer. Gliss Riffer. Uh, it's from 2015. Uh, Joey chose this album. I did choose this album. Why? I chose this album, funny enough, because Dan Deacon, I found out that he was the one that did Drinking Out of Cups. Oh, really? He was that guy. He was the voice behind that. Huh. And whenever I found that out, I had heard the whole story, oh, he was dropping acid and they locked him in a room. That's not true. He was listening to, he was looking at commercials with the sound off and creating voices for the people on there. Whenever I found out that he did music... I decided to look him up on Spotify, and just saw this album and clicked on it. So, so the first, so when was this that you found out that Dan Deacon did this? It was I found out like I first heard his name probably last year, twenty nineteen to date this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just kind of I never looked him up at first, and then I was thinking about it a while ago, and. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to check them out, because this year I've been trying to listen to one album a day. Yeah. Which is... For, for those who are concerned with Joey talking at a slightly higher pitch, he stood up and is trying to entertain his dog who's whining. <laughs> uh, you probably heard all of that. Yeah. But that's, but it, that's why. Fine. We have it's a dog. We're, we're dealing with it. Um, but yeah, so I just 
this one just went out at me, and I decided to listen to it. And cool. So, uh, interestingly, I've I heard of Dan Deacon before you, and I had heard Dan Deacon's music before you. What? However, I have not listened to a Dan Deacon album. Oh, okay. Um, this is my anecdote. I, uh, I don't remember why, but there was a time in my life where I was watching Adult Swim oh, mm-hmm. um, late at night. And I, I, it was just one... I don't do that. Yeah. I never did. But one night I did. Yeah. <laughs> one night only. No, and uh, I turned it on. It was late, late. I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning or something. And they did... Um, I don't know what the show was called. It might have been called The New Now. New Now or yeah. something. But it was two dudes talking about music. Yeah. Which is interesting. Oh shit! That 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 this was the album that you that I chose from your list. Yeah. You submitted a list. I chose this album off of it. Um, but it was like two guys talking about music, and it wasn't like an artist or an album. It was just they had a lot of undiscovered music. Yeah. Or uh, weird non-mainstream music, and they would literally they had a, a record. Yeah. That had it was like a mixtape, and they put it on, and they were just listening to it. They would listen to the track. They would, after it was over, they would discuss it a little bit. They'd play the next track. They sold that record. Yeah. And I don't know how many times they've done this, or how many times, or if they're still doing it, or even what year it was. It was, it had to have been like 2014, 2015. Oh man, old times. <laughs> yeah, it <was> so long <laughs> ago. Uh, but uh, it was a collection of songs that were all kind of similar feeling. Um, they're all a little bit electro, a little bit like synthy and like abstract. Yeah. Uh, a bit more spacey than Glissriffer, um, but we can get to that. Uh, I don't want to sell this album short. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I ordered this album. I bought it from them. So I have uh, an album called New Now. Uh, I don't know if it was numbered. Yeah. It was just called New Now. And one of the songs on it uh, was called Change Your Life by Dan Deacon. Okay, okay. And uh, I don't really remember how that song goes. I haven't listened to it in yeah. a while. Um, but I thought it was interesting that, like, that is weird. I, I, I picked up on Dan Deacon from a show about two guys talking, and it was called Change Your Life, and I have this album, I have the vinyl at my house, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's where I've heard of Dan Deacon, that's why I chose it from your list. That means this is gonna change your life. This is gonna change our life. <laughs> this is changing our life. Oh, man. So, uh, the album art... Uh, of this album it's very interesting we have it pulled up I'm not going to turn around to look at it it's on a screen behind me so Joey can you describe the album art okay so it's a closed semi-closed hand with painted fingernails that look like eyeballs yeah and there's two little happy flowers with what looks like a nose in the middle of the palm and a mouth with a very long tongue that's wrapping around the hand's legs which this album artwork while it did Make me choose this album out of all of his discography. It didn't really mean anything to me until I listened to a few of the songs, and then I kind of like got it. It made sense. Guess, yeah. Yeah, and just to for for more detail, the hand is green. It is green. It's as if this hand has it has legs coming out of uh, out of the base of the palm. Mm-hmm. It's a green hand that has a face. Its eyes or fingernails. It has a <laughs> mouth and a tongue wrapped around its legs. Yeah. Weird as hell. Weird, yeah, very, very colorful very as colorful. well. It, there's a lot of colors happening. There's a lot of green, yellow, red. Blue. I like it. It's it's interesting. It's, it's eye catching. It's it's very eye. It caught my eye. <laughs> it caught your eye. It did its job, and that's what album art is supposed to do. It's it's not necessarily supposed to to mean something necessarily, but it caught your eye. It does sometimes. Though. And it does sometimes, <laughs> as we might discuss here in this this podcast. Uh, so the first track on the album, feel the lightning. Feel the lightning. 
we should back up just because I've already broken our, our, our schedule. Our structure. Our structure. Uh, the album has eight tracks. Eight tracks. It's a very it's short track list. It's about 43 minutes long. Not too long. Yeah, not too Not long. too short. Which is a good length for an album. It is a good length. There's been a lot that have come out like recently, which I've been noticing this trend, and it's pretty nice. Shorter albums. I love it. Yeah. Like, especially... I, I like a good short album. Yeah. But at the same time, I like a good long album. Yeah. But it's hard to make a good long album. <laughs> it is very hard to make a good long album, especially as a cohesive album. Yeah. But that is not what we're here to discuss. Yeah, no. We're not talking about albums. We're talking about this, this album. album. Gliss River, 2015, Dan Deacon. First track is Feel the Lightning. Uh, what, what are you... What are you? Okay, so this album, it kind of made me think because there's the... I'm putting air quotes. Girl <laughs> voice. Yeah. That says Feel the Lightning. Yes. It sounded a lot like, I don't know if you ever heard of the Apples in Stereo. I've not. Okay, so they're a band. They're, they're a band. I won't explain. The, sure. I don't need to explain their backstory. They're a band. They're a band, and they have a girl singer. It sounded a lot like her. As soon as I heard it, I looked it up to see if it was her. It's, it's actually her. Dan Deacon. It's Dan Deacon. He modulated his voice mm-hmm. to sound a lot like a girl, which is cool. That's cool. I like it. It's, in, it's art. Yeah, it's art. It's pretty cool. So... I feel like this sets up the tone for the rest of the album because there are so many uses of his voice as instruments, yes. which is something I like a lot. And, and it, it happens, and I don't, I don't mean to degrade this for people who aren't a fan, but Kanye West does a lot of vocals in yeah. his uh, in his stuff. He does. Uh, he uses a lot of layering vocals, not necessarily his own, like Dan Deacon has done. Yeah. Um, but I also noted that there there seem to be three different vocal styles happening there's the light and fluffy vocals which is the female ish thing there's the deeper more clean vocals that come in second and then there's kind of like another like modulated vocoder kind of vocal thing that happens uh later but i i tied this to uh porter robinson okay because he does the same thing he records and it makes sense now that you said that dan deacon did that voice because porter robinson also records his own voice and modulates it to sound like a female singer or like a higher pitched singer. Yeah. So I, I got I got that vibe. Field Lightning is a very chill song. Yeah. I, I liked it. it. It's 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 not too aggressively weird like the rest of this album yeah. kind of t- tends to be. Yeah. Um it, it's it's a good intro. It is very good intro. There was there was one question uh, I had and I don't know if you have the answer to this. But the, the very vocoded and dirty sounding vocals, I, I noticed mentioned something about a Tom Petty song. Yes, it says. And also Johnny Depp. And I was wondering plays if you knew. the rebel named Eddie, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's but it's a, a Tom about, Petty song. Yeah, it's. That's something I Like, I don't know if the lyrics are just nonsensical. Right. Which it kind of ties in to something I realized about the vocals in a later song, which also made me realize about the artwork, which I'll get to when we get to the song that I had my aha moment on. Interesting. Yeah, so I I just noticed that, like, I don't listen to lyrics. Yeah. Lyrics are the last thing I hear when I hear music, and I'm not sure why that is. Um, I feel like most people kind of run the opposite direction and cling to lyrics. Um, I know our friend Levi also is. I use a first name. I'm I'm cool with his first name. It's fine. He's cool. He doesn't give a shit. Um... But he, we, so we, we discuss a lot of that aspect is that he picks up on vocals. I pick up on everything, literally everything else yeah. first. And I don't know why that is. Um, but yeah, I just, there, there was something that stood out when, when I was hearing this vocoder 
vocoded voice kind of thing, talking about Tom Petty songs and yeah. Johnny Depp yeah. in the middle of this kind of like chill kind of boppy album or, or song. Yeah. Well, I mean, the opening line to that chorus is 10,000 eyes and 400 hands. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I think what may, it made me think it's nonsensical and I, Given the revelation I had about the lyrics, I think it is nonsensical, but it makes sense almost. Cool. In a way. <laughs> it, it's, it makes sense in context yeah, of in, itself. Yeah. Of the album. Yeah. Uh, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Track yeah, two. Yeah, there uh, Sheathed Wings. Okay. This song, <laughs> the way that it starts makes me think, like, literally the first thing I wrote about it, this song is a trip. It starts off kind of like punk rock almost. It's like... Yeah, but it... Yeah, the like, the first thing I noticed uh, shortly, I guess, takes place shortly thereafter. Yeah, is it's kind of like a semi monotone singer. Yep, it's just kind of like it hits a couple notes. Yeah, but it has a profile that that's almost one note. Uh, yeah, that that stood out to me. It's like what, and this plays into which is something. Once again, I keep talking about this aha moment I had on this <laughs> an epiphany. But, yeah, but it's like. The first thing I wrote about the song is this song is a trip, and uh, it's like you break into something whenever it hits the chorus. It's like, which I don't know if you looked up the lyrics, but it's... I did uh, not. And when we see the lake, we die! And it like, it's like you're breaking through something. Yeah. And it was just, it's a cool experience, like, after feeling the energy of Feel the Lightning, which it opens up on a lot of energy, Feel the Lightning, sheathed wings, you're breaking through into something else and it's yes. just, it's just cool. Yeah, so that that breakthrough uh really I think I, I I compared it to the last track. Feel the lightning's a very subdued chill track. Yeah. It's got some energy, but it's yeah. also very like floaty. Yeah. Uh I, I put I wrote down literally much better representation. This is for She's Wings. Yeah. Much better representation of the album than Feel the Lightning. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it hits that point where it just it breaks. Like, yeah. like it, it it like it kind of dissociates a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and that gets more insane, I feel, uh, as we yeah. hit the climax of the album. Definitely. But, uh, definitely a better... If, if you listen to this album and, and think, yeah, this first track's good, I want to hear more of that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Until the it's, end of the album, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's a very interesting album, and I think this is the first taste of how weird it gets. Yeah, definitely. It, it, you, you notice something isn't quite... It's not quite. It's right not what it. you were expecting. Yeah, and uh, it's not like, in a bad way. Yeah, but it's different. It's, I like I like the weird stuff. It's kind yeah. of, and it's like <clears throat> to go back with the vocal modulation. You can hear in the back, like after the first chorus, there's kind of a little voice that's like, I can't exactly do it because I don't have sure. my voice. But it's <laughs> it kind of brings in a melody that ties together the whole song. I guess you could almost not call it a melody because it's kind of just Flat. vocal noodling or something sure. in the back. But it's just, it kind of makes you think that like vocal modulation is definitely going to be a thing on yeah. this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it is. Yeah. Oh boy, it's, is it. It's definitely a thing. <laughs> I think it's good. I think yeah. it's, it, it's good to kind of set that, that theme early. Uh, so I think, I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I guess third track. Sure. When I was done dying. When I was done dying. This is the one that I had my aha moment. This is on. this is three tracks in. Three tracks in. I had it my clicks. aha moment. And when I was done dying. Yeah, it's that's a strong title. It is a very strong title, and it makes sense because explain it. So I I don't have any confirmation of this. I am almost sure this song 
is about like either an acid trip or a DMT trip because there's lyrics that's like I don't know. Okay, so it starts off on this Eastern Indian string yes. kind of in- intro. Kind of annoying, honestly. What? I thought it was kind of annoying. Okay, okay. I liked it. Like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, no, no, no. I am thinking of a different track. Okay, okay. I, I am thinking of a later track in the but, album. This one was, was much more subdued and chill. The lyrics that come to my mind are uh, the ending lyrics, which is what makes it kind of... I know you don't have... Any experience, and I talk like I have much experience. <laughs> I don't have that much experience. Of tripping. Of tripping. Yeah. But it's like, the very last lyrics are, I wanted to step into the cave, further into the cave, but I was not so brave. But the whole yeah. song is about, to me, it seems like it's about either a trip where he fully, like really introspective or one with what is called ego death where yeah. you feel like you're not a singular person anymore and you right. kind of connect with your whole yeah. with the world yeah. with society you know whatever and that kind of like the artwork on the album is just kind of trippy it made me think okay that's and I mean with to connect with the lyrics in the last song 10,000 eyes and 400 hands there's a bunch of eyes on a hand that's true. on the art. Like, that's true. Maybe that's not profound, but like... Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's at the very least explanatory. Yeah, and it's like, it kind of just makes me think like... So I heard the nonsensical lyrics in the first with the Tom Petty song and yeah. Johnny Depp playing the yeah. rebel named Eddie. Something's like, not quite right. Yeah, like maybe he's just out there, like he's just talking about... But this song in particular, I wish I would have wrote down more of the lyrics because whenever I was reading through them, because I couldn't fully understand all of them, whenever I was reading through them, it made me think that he did a really good job of putting down abstract thought into words somehow. Yeah, which is a like, hard thing to do. It's very hard. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't even do it right now. Yeah, <laughs> ab- abstract. Like I mean, like we tried explaining what the album art looked like. Yeah. And it's, it's... not something that can be... Uh, quickly or cohesively explained. Yeah, definitely. It's it's an abstract piece of art. And then, like, when I was done dying, that... Okay, I think it just hit me. It is ego death. When I was done dying, when he yeah. when it ended. Yeah. Like, He's past that. There we go. It happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I did I did like the, the music yeah. in it. I uh, didn't pay attention. That's something with the album as a whole, and I, I'll get into it later, but I, I feel like it was kind of hard to hear... The lyrics. Yeah, it was. Without knowing them or without looking them up or without I had hearing look, it a hundred times. Yeah, I had to look them up. I mean, I've listened to the album like ten times. But, but musically, there it was It was an interesting song. That there were like the regular, quote-unquote, I did air quotes, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> i got to stop doing that. Uh, there was the normal uh, vocal procession, kind of the semi-monotone kind of thing that he yeah. does. Uh, and like halfway through the song, it kind of like changed, and there was a bit more chanting. Yeah, there was like a lot of hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a, an interesting change. There was yeah. throughout the whole thing, or not necessarily the whole thing, but a lot of it. There was a lot of like marimba and xylophone that, that yeah. give it kind of like an interesting, adventurous feel. Yeah, definitely. which I think definitely ties in. Yeah, with what you were saying yeah. about the lyrics. I'm sorry. I maybe that's a step I need to take is to pay more attention to lyrics to have more context for the album for to make more interesting discussion. But but. But music is yeah. it's you, where my mind goes. You listen to it how you listen to it. That's true. That's very true. Uh, so the next track... Meme Generator. Meme Generator. 
I, I, mm. I just realized when I was taking my notes, I didn't write down the full word. I put meme generato. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's no R. I'm going to write that in here. Uh, that's an interesting name as yeah. well. Because drinking out of cups... It was a meme. He generated. Holy it. shit! It all makes sense. Is yep. this? Do you think the song was about that? I don't know, but it, or was it just a fun like Dead Mouse does like funny quote yeah. unquote? I did air quotes again. I don't uh, <laughs> song titles that don't really associate with the song. Yeah, I don't a hundred percent know if it was like I'm not in his mind. I guess that's that's fair. I I think it had. I think it probably did. Sure, like, but it was at least on his mind. Yeah, it was at least on his mind. He knows. Absolutely. But this the song uh, was the start of the next level of progression, yeah. I think, with the vocals being uh, a bit more abstract. There was a lot of like murky chopped up vocal bits yeah. that were kind of pieced together that would sound like someone talking, but it was just sounds yeah. and consonants and like talking yeah. without actually talking. Which and I mean I'm may, I'm completely baseless in this theory, but if this album is supposed to be like a trip. Yeah. This makes sense because at a certain point you just kind of hear cadences of voices. Yeah. And you're like, not really... So, not having the background that you have of uh, associating it with tripping and knowing context of this, what seems clearly, in my opinion, to to be more of that kind of thing, I wrote, uh, it feels kind of like what I had imagined schizophrenia to feel like. Yeah, where you're There's just hearing just, things. You're hearing things. It's not necessarily making sense. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a whole lot of noise, not necessarily at this point in the album, I wouldn't call it noise, but there's a lot of, like, layered sound effects, and yeah. a lot of stuff that is very, like, it's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot happening, there's just in lot. general, there's a lot happening. Uh, to process, so I thought that was kind of an interesting, uh, and that's, it's kind of a point, I think it's the first point in the album where he started kind of using those vocal bits, but it does come back throughout the rest yeah. of the album. Um, yeah, definitely. Because it's kind of like... While it is, there's a lot going on, I feel like the main, like, there's a vibe of the track that's kind yeah. of just chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not an intense song, like, you'll hear some things get later in the album. Right. But it's, like, I don't know, kind of just laid back. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I think the first time I listened to it, I wasn't super crazy about it, but uh, it, it grew on me. <laughs> It grew on me long enough. Sorry, Joey just ran away from the table. I, I know I don't have to explain this because you wouldn't have known any different, but I can't stop myself. He ran away from the table to let his dog outside. But I heard everything you said. But he heard everything I said, and more importantly, you guys heard everything I said. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it wasn't. It didn't blow my mind the first time I listened to it. Yeah. Uh, but listening to it, you know, I listened to it maybe ten times. Yeah. I think in the past couple days, um, I, it, it grew on me. I like yeah. this song. More than I initially did, for sure. Yeah. It grew on me after about the third, because I was about near camp. I had to listen to it a few times. The first... I guess I'll go into this more whenever we talk about the whole album. But sure. But, like... Yeah, the first three songs instantly hit me. Yeah. And then it was like... this It was slowed the, down a little. Yeah, this was the point where the album kind of changed. Yeah. For, for better. Yeah. I mean, it makes it interesting. Yeah. It gives us something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact that we're having this conversation means it worked. Uh, cool. So the next track, Mind on Fire. Fifth track, Fire. fifth track. We're, we're halfway through the album at this point. Yeah. I feel like Mind on Fire, like, it's it's a good title for this track. Because it does pick up more than, uh, than Meme Generator was. Like, it kind of adds a little bit of energy. Which it had... 
I don't know. I wrote down it has a very jingly yeah. feel to it. I like also I, I noted uh, at least in the first half of the song. I, I, this kind of a recurring theme is it feels like the songs change about halfway through. Yeah, which isn't an issue. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first half of the song, it's pretty much as close to a normal song on this album as it gets. A lot of the 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 other songs are less mainstream, normal, acceptable, whatever. It's yeah. it's almost ballady in, yeah. in the sense of this album. There's there's clean vocals that, that have a very like strong push to the front yeah. of of like saying a message. I don't know what the message is because I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I, I I don't listen to music, but I definitely noted that it was it was it was much it was the closest to a mainstream song that this album has. Yeah. At least on the first half. It definitely had intelligible lyrics, I guess, that you would yeah. hear on the first pass. Like, one of them I wrote down. It's a pretty good lyric that just talks about, I don't know, mind on fire makes me think of a troubled mind. Yeah. One of the lyrics, I need your help, but I don't know what I require. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. I mean, it rhymes with mind on fire, but like, <laughs> but it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of, like, deep yeah. in a way. Like, it, it makes, I don't know, like, on this one, when, once I realized the lyrics were nonsensical, I didn't pay attention to them too much, except for stuff that stood out to me here right. and there. This yeah, was yeah. just something that stood out. I to mean, me. it's relatable. Yeah. Like, like, everyone, to some degree, knows when they need help. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean you know how to get it or yeah. what it is. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You, you just, you feel it. A lot of people don't get help. But yeah. that's that's a bigger discussion. Yeah, that's a that's, very that's big not discussion. it's not about this album. <laughs> that's go get help if you need help. Is go what get, I'm saying. Go get help. You if people. you need help. Uh, but yeah, and then there was some more uh, interesting vocal stuff happening in the song. Yeah, he, it sounded uh, like kind of like he was flicking a kill switch. Yeah, through, through like the midsection of the song, he was just kind of like cutting in and out. It wasn't chopped up. It was yeah. still uh, coherent. Yeah, you could still understand what was being said. But it was some more interesting, like vocal playing, which seems to be a, a recurring theme. Yeah, throughout. The I did film. like the kill switch effect. I don't know what he was saying while he was doing it. Yeah, I can't think of it yeah, either. But, but, <laughs> but it, I, it I'm pretty cool. sure it was intelligible. Yeah, uh, I just don't listen because I'm I'm a bad music listener. There Maybe that's go, what man. I'm understanding. No, here, you're a good music listener, a bad lyric listener. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm bad at understanding and dissecting songs based on lyrical content. But no, whatever. To each his own. Yeah. I'll go. listen to music and I'll enjoy it. You listen to music and enjoy it. It's all that fucking matters. There we go. Are we cursing in this podcast? I guess yes. so. <laughs> I think we are. Oh boy. <laughs> Still got some 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 things to work some out. Things to work out. But that's it's fine. A, that's why this is the first one. That's why this is the first one. And why you didn't hear it first? Because uh, I knew there would be a lot of yeah craziness associated. A lot with of we could un- work it out. unscheduled stuff, <clears throat> which is fine. Next track. Learning to relax. Learning to relax. Track six. This is, I wrote down, now don't hold me to this, that this was my favorite song out of the second half of the album. Out of the second half? <laughs> yeah. What, what was your favorite song in the first half? Uh, possibly When I Was Done Dying. Possibly. I do sure. like, I do really like it Field Lightning. It ties it together. Field yeah. Lightning, I think, is my, my favorite of the whole album, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's, I don't dislike this album. Yeah. We'll get into it later. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the most, it was... The closest thing that I had uh, a touch point to, yeah, like it was an anchor, yeah, for me, definitely going yeah. into this, it was a it was a, it was a solid start to an experience that was yeah. this album, but we'll we'll, we'll get into yeah. that. Uh, learning to relax is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, very interesting title for the song. Uh, starts off chill, 
it does start off chill. And uh, to touch on something you said earlier, because I just keep talking about using vocals as instruments. Yeah. I wrote down, not at all related to Kanye, but it is a very <laughs> Kanye-esque way to make music. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's something that I think we both kind of noted throughout the album, is yeah. he uses uh, a lot of techniques to change how he sounds. Yeah. And it, it makes it more interesting. I think it's interesting. Kanye does it a lot as well. Yeah. Um, sorry if you don't like Kanye, but like Dan Deacon. Or, yeah. or if you like Dan Deacon. Or if you don't like Dan Deacon, but like Kanye. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we're not here to insult you. Yeah. <laughs> we're just drawing... Uh, yeah, drawing correlations, parallels. parallels. Correlate, That's a much yeah. better, much better way to put it. Um, but yeah, so there were uh, there was more of the vocoder stuff. Yeah, that we that we noted. It it's almost I, I struggle with this song because mm-hmm. it's called "Learning to Relax," and it starts off almost relaxing. Yeah, but then. It changes, mm-hmm. and it's almost like the opposite of relaxing to me. Yep. It goes off the rails, and it yeah. almost, like, to me, the layperson, yeah. who doesn't listen to a lot of abstract stuff, it's very noisy. Yeah. There's a lot happening in my ears, and I don't know how to process it. Yeah. And it's almost like industrial music in, in that way, but it's... It's like industrial music if it was, like, a toy factory. Yeah. It's still very much, like, poppy sounding yeah i guess but there's still a whole lot of noise like what you would imagine to see in like a kid's movie yeah where they're showing like a factory pan or something and it's like just noise yeah that's what it is to me mm-hmm. and i know it's not to you <laughs> and that's why i think this is interesting it's just because like there's, there's so much going on that i can't i can't think about it all i agree with you but i also disagree yeah because it does it's the first part of the podcast <laughs> it does turn like it does start off <laughs> Relaxing. Yeah. And then it turns into there's a lot of stuff going on. I feel like with the name Learning to Relax, it talks about learning to relax despite despite the, the circumstances. Despite the circumstances. Yeah. Because it you're in a relaxing place and it leads you into that. And if you can maintain That's the, true. Like, it's like guided meditation. Yeah. If you get really good at meditation, you like just, you can do it. In any circumstance, you can do it when you're outside yeah. in a thunderstorm or a tornado, you know, yeah. whatever. Not that you should be meditating no, when no. there's a tornado. <laughs> don't. But, but Disclaimer, was, don't do that. <laughs> Disclaimer, don't do that. It was a metaphor. We should get t-shirts and say, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, it was an interesting song. I'm not sure it's going to win me over anytime yeah. soon. But uh, it probably won't. Probably won't win anything else either. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe but someday. I, I liked it. Yeah, liked it's. It, it makes sense. I just... Well, see, that's the thing. I listen to a lot of the... You talked about not listening to the more abstract... I That's what I listen to. Yeah. So, I yes. think I'm just used to it at this point. If, Absolutely. And may, maybe by the end of this podcast, not not this episode, but by the end of the the our long-running 10-year podcast that yeah. we've had going, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if that happens, I'll have changed my mind. And right. I expect that to happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe not to Dan Deacon. Yeah. But uh, I think... That's kind of why we're doing this. By right? the end of this podcast, growing. you will be exclusively listening to black metal <laughs> yeah. and pop unironically yes. for the production quality. <laughs> yes, and maybe we should have hashed this out before starting. Maybe the next album uh, is is where we go into that. There we go. Kind of that interesting, it's, it's a very interesting dichotomy. Okay. Black metal and pop music. We listen to baby you, metal. That you just made. No, not baby metal. Uh, we'll talk about at the end of the podcast where, where we decide if we want to do this. At this point, we have to do it. Yeah. But we're still talking about this album. Yes. We're on track seven now. Take it to the max. Take it to the max. 
Very, very apt name. Fitting title was the first words I Fitting wrote. Fitting title, very <laughs> apt name was what I wrote. Take it yeah. to the max. The whole song is like a build-up. It is. And then a climax. It is just a build-up. And then up. it kind of winds down yeah, a little at the end. a little bit. At the end. It's, it starts off really quiet, and then, like, this is where I wrote the word glissy. It's Gliss yes. Riffer. It's very, because there's some very, like, trilly, I guess, would be, at the end. At the end of the song, it builds there's these powerful synth keys at the very end like yeah. it starts off all quiet and yes nice like you're you've learned to relax and now you're relaxing and it's building you back up yes again. it is there, by by the end of the song it's there's a lot of energy yeah there's a lot of everything happening yeah and it's just by the end of it yeah there's so much noise going on i feel what you felt at the end of yeah to relax yeah and i actually did i I felt that way a lot this album. Yeah. I didn't specifically write it on this track, but I'm sure I felt it. Yeah. Like I, I think after the first time I write it, I'm just like, it's that's what the album is. Yeah. And I have to get past that. Yeah. I it's, wrote it's not it's not just noise, but it feels like just noise. Yeah. I yeah. Cause I guess I I'll i I'll save it till the sure. till later. Sure. But yeah, it's, Take it to the max, took it to the max. It's just it's a big build up for the last there. song. It is the seventh song, there are eight songs. So yes. It's a build up for that the is eighth song. A very good point. The eighth song being Steely Blues. Steely Blues. That's an it's it's that song track alone sounds a little out of place for this album yeah. from what we've experienced. It, it does. But it's good. I like it. Do you like it? I do. I actually really like this this track. It's kind of spacey. Yeah. It's very much uh a continuation, I guess. So if if take it to the max, hit a climax, and then maybe start dipping down a little. This is a continuation of that. Yeah. In a way. See. Yeah. It's it's very very calming. I think it's a good way to end the album. Yeah, I agree. Especially because it's like take to the max, pulled it all the way up to hundred, and then you're going all the way back yeah. down with Steely Blues. Like I think like the last minute and a half are like silence. Yeah, like, it is. It's, it's, just, it's just silence. And just I noticed silence. that. I was like, did the track end or is, is some music app being weird? Like, yeah. it happened consistently every time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a very calming uh, end, end cap on what is an otherwise very chaotic ride. Yeah. I think it's a very suitable ending. It's a very, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a good third act. Yeah. Just by itself. I agree. It's I like, like the way it, I'm. I'm very, very big on ending tracks. Yeah. And how they relate to the rest of the album. I thought this one. I think that's that's very. Uh, there are every track on an album is important, but the beginning and, and the, the end, end are the most memorable. Yeah. Because when you're starting an album, the, the the first track sets the tone for the album. Yeah. Not necessarily in this case, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last track is obviously the last thing you heard. It's the freshest in your memory. So yeah. I think that that's. It's not necessarily a conversation to be had for this for each individual album. Yeah, uh, we're we're not talking about general music, but I guess we have to because yeah. this is part of music. At some point, we have to. We have to. <laughs> it's, it's part of music. But yeah, so like, it's it's a good ending. Yeah, I like good ending songs. This was a good ending song. I agree. It killed it. So uh, that's the end of the album. That is the end of the album. Full 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 thoughts. I'm gonna go first. Yeah, you go first. Since uh, you recommended this album. Uh, just to, to reiterate, I know we, we introduce ourselves at the beginning, but in case you've forgotten, this is the voice of Jeremy. And uh, this is the voice of Joey. That's Joey. That's two of us. We're yeah, just two dudes, talk, two dudes talking about music <laughs> and recording and putting it on the internet, <laughs> hoping it goes somewhere. But if it doesn't, you know, honestly, I'm okay with doing this just for us. Yeah. I'll listen to new music anytime. Yeah. Uh, so full, full album notes. Uh, my biggest 
uh, quote unquote complaint is is that it's uh, kind of noisy. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah. There's a lot of layers, a lot of sounds, a lot of instruments, and it's something that I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shocking. Um, not. It doesn't make it bad. Yeah. Uh, but that's my biggest criticism, followed kind of closely by the vocals being uh, kind of quiet, which doesn't make sense. I know because I, I say I don't listen to lyrics, yeah. but I listen to vocal melodies. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. Vocal melodies are another texture to add on to right. the music. So even if you're not listening to the lyrics, right. it's, it's yeah, still yeah. music. So a lot of the, and I don't know if it was just the app that I was using to listen to music or the recording that, that I had on that app, but the vocals seemed pretty quiet yeah. and and almost buried in some cases, mm-hmm. which I'm sure it was supposed to be in some cases, yeah. kind of buried in there. To add layers, right? This whole thing is like an ogre or an onion. It has yeah, layers, it has layers. <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, I thought it was noisy. It was, the vocals were kind of quiet, um, despite me not really listening to it. Um, I'm not sure it's something that I will listen to very often after this point. Uh, I think it's it's interesting enough to listen to. I would recommend everyone listen to it, just because that's why we're doing this, right? Yeah. To listen to new stuff. Um, maybe this is something. I guess we can we can breach here um we but maybe more in depth later don't listen to the album just because we're telling you to yeah uh discovery is all about doing what you want right you, you need to like it's it's good to push yourself outside of your comfort zone but at the same time you know what you're feeling into yeah if you're not in the mood for some very abstract electronic kind of like poppy like yeah there's a lot going on in this album. There is a so lot going don't, on. So if you, if you try listening to it and figure you can't, turn it off. It may you don't, make you don't you, have to finish it. It may make you mad if you it, try to listen to this, it's, this it's album. It's true. You're not it might upset you and you may never like <laughs> Dan Deacon. Exactly. And uh, that wouldn't be fair to Dan or you. That's true. Because I, f- I feel like... And this this may be... We'll save it for later. We'll yeah. save it for later. There's... There's, I, I have a very interesting, not an interesting, I'm not an interesting person. <laughs> I have a very specific stance on uh, gateways yeah. and, and music in general. But we can talk about that later in a more, less focused on this album there you go. thing. Uh, last note I had for this album is that it's very Joey. Woo. This is, <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, this is exactly the kind of music that Joey would like. And yeah. it makes sense that you chose it. Yeah. And it makes sense that you like it for reasons that I'm sure you will explain. I will and explain. If you've been explaining. A little bit. In your defense, we've, we've kind of been dipping our toes in the. Yeah. And this is why I think it as a whole is cool. Yeah. Uh, and and I think it's important for songs or for albums to have context or like um, meaning. Yeah. Right. So you found a meaning in his lyrics in his music and kind of it pulled the album together for you. Yeah. I didn't find that because yeah. mostly I, well, I don't listen to lyrics. You know. Yeah. That's that's why I need to get better at it. Um, but if I don't, you know, fuck, yeah, fuck you. Whatever. You know, it's, it's I enjoy the music. So. Uh, tell me why I'm wrong about not fully loving this album. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. It's that easy. This was a trick. This was all a trick. I hate this album. <laughs> no, no. It was a test. I do really like this album. Um, but I like the first half substantially more than I like the second half. I can get behind that. Because, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like the whole midsection to me was just kind of a blur. Yep. I like the beginning. I like the end. See, I liked... So the first three tracks, instantly liked. Sure. Meme Generator through Learning to Relax grew on me. Yep. Take It to the Max and... Steely Blues. Steely Blues were a tough sell, but, but it I made sense. ended up liking them yeah. a lot. It's They make sense in the context of the album, yeah. I think. Be, like, on their own, because it's like the first 
five songs are their normal length, like four minutes, so- whatever. Four minute songs. Yes. It's just okay. So that's twenty minutes. Then the last three songs are like seven are minutes. Slow. Almost yeah. Learn learning to relax is like six hour six minutes and forty six seconds. Six hours. Six hours. Yeah, no. <laughs> six minutes, six minutes and forty seconds long. Then take it to the max is like seven and a half. Yeah. And then Sealy Blues, Blues is, like is like another seven, seven, seven and, and a half. half yeah. With like a, a minute and a half of silence. So it's like. Just it, to decompose. Like, yeah. Not de- decompress. Decom- no. I, not I like decompose. decompose. We're not dying here. Okay. <laughs> we, I mean, maybe it fits. Maybe it's the end of your acid yeah. trip and you're just laying you're and just becoming, becoming earth. You know? Yeah. It's part of ego death. It's. But yeah, I liked it a lot once I could fully get into it I guess like sure and I kind of had I didn't have the full experience the first time I listened to this album and I think that kind of hindered me because I only listened to the first six tracks the first time I listened to the album oh I was, was that my, recently or was that it was last year it was a while Sometime. ago okay uh the first time I listened to it I only listened to the first six tracks I was coming home from work I didn't have time to listen to the last sure one. that happens all the time and then I just it was like there was no ending. And then whenever I went back and tried to like listen to the whole thing again, it was like I was already familiar with the first six tracks. Right. And then the last two tracks were just but like they, they were just there. Right. And it was kinda like adding on to something I already knew. But then once I was able to like step back and come back into it, then I was fine. Yeah, and I think that's an important uh it's an important note. A lot of times when you listen to an album, the first time you're not going to be that crazy about it. Yeah. Right? It's it's rare. I don't want to say it's rare, but I said it. Um, it's it's uncommon, I think, for me to love an album the first time I hear it. Yeah. It happens yeah. sometimes, um, but not often. A lot of times it takes a second or third listening to like really understand what the album's about and what it's trying to do. Yeah. And I think a, a bit of that's expectations. So when you start an album for the first time... You either have uh, expectations from what the artist sound like previously on yeah. their albums, or um, you don't have any context or any expectations, yeah. and you're you're, you're just kind of going in blind. Yeah. So I think listening to an album the first time is just getting your bearings, yeah. saying, okay, this is what the artist is doing, and this is how it kind of it makes sense. And then when you go back and listen to it with that context, yeah. it makes it a lot better. It's more enjoyable because you know things. Yeah, and like when you don't have context. Like you had mentioned, like the first song, the intro to the album, yeah, that's kind of your context. And this one, it was different it's, than the rest of the album, yeah, which is something that I liked about it, sure, because of the nature of kind of like, I don't know, experimental's kind of like a whatever, yeah, word, catch-all, but like it's more experimental, yeah, and I like when you get eased into it, and I feel like the that's first true. track kind of did that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's kind of the thing that we were both kind of saying. When it, when it hits Meme Generator, yeah. this album goes into full, like, experimental yeah. mode for yeah. like Like, it's, it's, it's only weirder, yeah. like, each track. But uh, I think it, it, it does a good job of easing you into it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily ready for it yeah. when it happens. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I wasn't necessarily ready for it. Yeah. Um, but I was doing, like I said, about probably about ten times over the past four days since yeah. we decided to do this. It's all coming together very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. But it's fine. <laughs> That's cool. Listen to about uh, seven or eight albums in the past yeah. few days. Yeah, you've been going crazy, but uh, we'll we'll get to that uh, uh, maybe, maybe later. Um, so I, I think that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> You're moving your phone closer to me. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it was it was good. This was the first podcast. This was the first podcast. We did it. I liked it. We sat down. We discussed the album. I like talking I, about I, things. I like it was fun. Nobody fucking was, talks to me about anything. I was smiling like <laughs> the entire time. It was fun. It was very it's fun. Good good company. Uh, next week. On uh, Charismatic Tunes, which is not actually our name, but maybe. Working title. Working title, <laughs> Charismatic Tunes. That was literally just something Joey said right, <laughs> right before, before we started. Um, next week, I think it might be interesting, and I don't know if you want to go this direction or not, um, but you mentioned liking black metal and pop music, and there's a correlation mm-hmm. with an album that's already on our list, and that is Poppy. Yeah, okay. Poppy, uh, I disagree. It's her newest album. Uh, it's something. There we go. And it's one of these albums where I'm not sure if I want to give you context before going into it or not. I feel like I should give you uh, a little bit of context. I have slight context. Okay. Well, we like can, we I can... I know the story of. Okay. Well, we her, can we can. Peeps. Yeah, we we can talk a little bit about this uh, off the podcast. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, next this, this coming week we're gonna listen to uh, Poppy. I disagree. Uh, if you guys, the audience, would like to listen to it. Uh, we can make this a discussion. If you have thoughts about Dan Deacon, uh, please uh, feel free to shoot us an email yeah. or uh, leave a comment or whatever it is. Or call me and tell me I'm wrong. Call, call Joey. <laughs> His number is 555. Uh, no. Um, yeah, we, we... I don't think either... I think we're both uh, doing this so that we personally can explore new music. Yes. But it's also interesting to hear other people's context because yeah. it's, all, it's all personal. Music is a personal experience. Yeah. You always relate it to what you know and what you've experienced. So uh, your take on things that we have uh, talked about aren't going to line up necessarily yeah. with what we got. So if you want to listen to uh, I Disagree by Poppy for this next week. Listen to it. Uh, listen to it. And, and if you don't, don't. And yeah, I mean, if you're not ready for it, yeah. that's fine. If you hate it, that's also cool. Yeah. We can talk about it. Talk about why you hate it. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not going to talk about why I hate it because I'm going to love it. I mean, it's okay to hate things. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay to not be in love with everything. Um, I think it's important because we're people. We have opinions. But uh, Opinions are like assholes. They are they like... They smell terrible. They, they do. They stink. They're... Well, I mean, if you... Mm, we're not going to get into that. Sure, something... Okay. That's Anyways. That's end quote. That's, that's the end of the episode. Uh, next week on Cares Mac Tunes, we're, we're talking about Poppy. Um, Poppy. 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 See you then. Bye.